Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, you know, very, very bitter, very salty. I mean, just like, well, listen, spicy. Spicy, if you know mm-hmm. us. I mean, especially as we get into that holiday season, honey, it's pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Like pumpkin hey, spice. It's pumpkin spice. <laughs> it's all spice. It's nutmeg spice. It's sporty Cinema. spice. You know? Cinema. it's it's posh spice oh have you watched any of the david beckham and posh spice thing no but i just like i love the clip of her being like what is like from working class families or whatever the truth Uh, it's just that i know i work what kind of car what kind kind of car did your dad drive well it's a complicated david in the 80s be honest well he had many cars david the one you drove to school I'm so annoyed. I forgot to do the accent, but anyways, <laughs> I just yes. loved it. I loved it too. I was like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> she sure, just was sure, so sure. Try- like working class is like crazy for her to say. It's like she has no idea what working class is. The fact is, is that she knows what a Rolls Royce was. I had no idea what a Rolls Royce was, nor a Bentley, until I was in my twenties. No idea. Okay, Chris, let's move on. <laughs> Listen, I'm not sitting here saying I'm working class, though. So, you know, God bless. I'm just saying, I'm not, I would not, I'm not, you know, down on that hill. So we can't. We, you know. So, yeah, we are talking. Did we talk about what we're talking about? Oh, no. Oh. Go ahead. You did. You tell them. Okay. You know what we're doing? We're talking about television shows. You're listening to a podcast. And specifically, hopefully you watched Love After Lockup. We're season five, episode five. Rome's not where the heart is. Honey, unless you like pizza. yeah what i know i mean i mean you know do what you want with me but basically or you know pasta this was you know an episode of a lot of po po possibilities and then just kind of boring scenes where you see them go up to the place and then the after effect of like will will they or won't they and there's a lot of can they go to a different state and Mm -hmm. therefore live their lives with their new person you know and and it's supposed to be like dramatic. So that happens a couple of times this episode. You know, on so. a positive note, we don't what? have many parents that are skeptical. In fact, I don't think we have any parents except for Louie, but Donna is the only crazy parent. Everyone else is being somewhat understanding and supportive of their child who's just gotten out of prison. Yeah. I really enjoyed the interaction between Joinomi and what's his face's mother. Oh, Red's mother. I really enjoyed that. Yes, let's. Yeah, we can talk about that. This is the sister. I couldn't quite tell if it was mildly fake or not. I wanted to think it's maybe. I don't know. But we. You know what I could tell was fake though that hair because that wig line was awful. She had no lace. It was. It was. She wouldn't even try to pretend. She just put that thing on her head. I mean, listen, uh, it's not the worst we'll see, and it's not the best we'll see. You know, Mm -hmm. that's all I have to say about that. But do 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 you want to start with first? Let's start with Handy and Brittany. Okay. Go ahead. She comes back. She comes <laughs> yeah. back and she has her bags with her. And he's like, whoa, hello. Like he's all in a good mood all of a sudden. Like nothing really happened. And she sits down and she's annoyed. And he's like, I think it's time for us to just go back to Rome, get home. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, no, I don't like the way you handled that thing with Gracie. And he's like, oh, what? What do you mean? I, I was just trying to get you out of a bad situation. And she's like, it wasn't very manly of you to handle the thing the way. And I said, woo, she wants to fight. She went for a jugular. You know, that was a, those was some fighting words. You're right. She wanted to like accost his, he wanted, she wants, it's an emasculating thing to say something is not manly. Literally, you know, like that's literally what that means. And so I think the thing about it is this is a very interesting Brittany. I think that I take a turn of understanding her. I think that I'll just be honest. I think that in the first couple of episodes, the the delicateness of her sobriety wasn't as I think loud to me as I understand it now to be because she's been in prison for a long time and she seems like 
very on shaky ground and sometimes and it's like i know this sounds bad i'm just like oh we should have gotten her like if i was her po person i'd be like oh we should like just give this girl should go to a halfway house this is this is halfway house behavior like and that is ultimately what is the problem about her whole situation is that for some reason Brittany is not in a halfway house because for whatever reasons she does not have access to better things and so she has given herself the safe house option of Handy, who is someone who she is repulsed by so much she can't even give him one, and he expects that. And so also, all of his verbiage to her is like, well, you settled down now? Are you okay now? You just Because like his priorities are to get this new woman as fast as possible to his bed and like make a life for himself without really under understanding who she is at all. She ends up saying later in the, like in this episode, like we don't know each other. Like you saw me at my best bitch. And I was in prison, like giving you my best 15 minutes of the fucking day. And I put on makeup and you saw FaceTime and I was smiling. I didn't tell you shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now you're seeing me in real life. And as I said, in this when I started this, I didn't quite understand as she talks about, uh, yeah, I think that she is not really super comfortable and she almost scares me in this because I don't feel very safe in her sobriety. And I think that she really needs to be in a su supportive environment with professionals because it seems like there's a lot happening already for her and at any time it can go sour and it can't possibly be a safe situation with Handy. You know? Absolutely not. No, he and he does, is not aware of that. He fully thinks that he's the knight in shining armor. And he won't even admit to her that his actions regarding Gracie were selfish. He's unable to even admit that he wanted her for himself. And he feels like Gracie's a grown ass woman. And that grown ass woman needs to get over the fact and grow up and grow move on because her mother is going to a better situation. Yep. And she's like you're being selfish and he's like babe i'm not being and he's like saying it very patronizing he's like i just want everything that's right for you you know like when you do that when you speak in that pattern where you pause and just like say something like you know and you hear what i'm saying as though like yeah it, she's like i don't really want to argue with you right now and i thought that was a really smart choice for her to make and so he then calls Barry and is like, we're ready to go. So come here and move our stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> you could help us pack. And, and she just grabs her duffel and goes down and just leaves him there. And the fact that he's unable to even talk to her about that, like acknowledge the fact that she's pissed off, shows his emotional intelligence. Yeah, this is a good Barry scene. You know, Barry's been just like FaceTiming his sisters the entire time. And it's interesting because Barry really does present as a very loyal subject son of Handy's. You know what I'm saying? Where obviously the daughters are don't give one F. They, they don't care, but there's no loyalty there. They've been wronged. And so they don't feel like they have to pretend at all. In fact, they, I think, somewhat delight in being like, uh, real talk. Oh, you suck. No, you don't know. Oh, he totally sucks. And then so to have like, okay, so anyway, yes, Barry now, as Wa says, moves all the fucking things, brings them down. Okay, so they all then go for back to Rome. Okay, and it's a very awkward car, car ride and she like hates every second of it. And she's like awkward and she's like, it feels nightmarish. They bring up to the place. She's like, oh, it looks good. They go through the house. You know, there's like, it, there's like a backsplash that like makes me feel like something was new done there but there's like the oldest washer and dryer that looks like from the 70s she like makes it a point to look at it like you know it's she doesn't trust it so basically she gets offered their room and barry goes to his room and offers them some alone time and she does not want the alone time even though she does not want to be around him either she's just like living in some sort of hellhole and I will say she also has the wherewithal to be like, okay, I'm going to this fucking right now. There is no goddamn way. And I mean this. I can sleep in that bed with you. I mean, I don't even know who you are. And I am on like, uh, I mean, I'm on very shaky ground here. So I'm just going to go ahead and take that guest room and really appreciate everything that you've paid for, including, I would, I'm just going to tell you right now, it's going to be like a free roommate situation for the next month. I'm not going to touch you. I mean, but I will live in your guest house until I want to leave. <laughs> yeah and that's her absolute right and she should be able to do that and he's like i got this house for us and i'm like but barry lives there so really is it really for her also barry's like i'm gonna go to my friend's house bye i forget barry's 17 years old so andy's not a parent andy is <laughs> their like 
older guardian who asks them to do things for them and then doesn't give them any money, doesn't give them any, they're like having to be self-sufficient because he's not someone who understands that like warmth and supportiveness of some parents. But well, do you think it was interesting that like he was like, have fun. And Barry's like, yes, sir. Yeah. I, I, in a billion years, I can't imagine my dad being like, have fun. And me being like, yes, sir. It's because you're not Southern. I think that was also okay. a Southern thing too, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, she's just really uncomfortable okay. and unhappy in this entire situation. And we feel for her and we know why. Because Andy's gross. Ugh. So there's that. All right, let's take this time and go to a commercial. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Louie and Melissa. So as I said, we're hot on one of these, will they or won't they, which is will the PO PO people uh, let him move, you know? And again, the mom is living here and Melissa's back in New Jersey, where of course he went to high school and was, again, the cream of the crop, the hottest, wattest senior. And she has just this whole time been living some sort of, fantasy and it and it will even get more of that tonight yeah so much fantasy so they're outside of the place and he finds out that he's able to go they just have to like ask somebody to ask somebody on his behalf and then he can or something donna is like she is she is triggering she is in fact the root of most probably most of his issues the way she talks to him is wild and i know that you know parents parent differently and people talk somewhat, however, whatever, but like the, I mean, she's like, you want my foot up your ass? And I'm like, ma'am, you don't even have the capability to, to lift a foot, lift a leg up in the air. So like for you to even say that just sounds so ridiculous. Like, I want me, you want me to punch you in the face? And mm-hmm. so <laughs> basically Louis, tells them that his PO was like, if you get married to her, then it'll be much easier because she's your spouse. And she's like, all we have to do is get married. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, done, decided. And then we have Donna who's like, slow down, sweetheart. (laughs) She's so obnoxious. She's so obnoxious. Then she walks away and she goes, I'm cooking, you coming? Uh, and he's just like, uh, okay, I guess. And so then the next scene, they're at the house and he's putting on a shirt. He's putting on a button up shirt as though it's a regular shirt. And I just didn't understand the choice in that. Was it any faster? Were you in that much of a rush that you could not unbutton your shirt and then button it up like a normal person? And so then she comes in and she's like, you need help, Donna. And He's like, no, I'm a big kid. I can put, you know, my clothes on no, you can't. myself. And then she's like, take that date and shove it up your ass. I was like, Donna, what is wrong with you? Everything Why do you want wrong. things up people's ass? Well. Does she like butt stuff? Let's see. Okay. I mean, not let's see. I mean, but. but uh, no, no I, but you want to see. And that's I said a Freudian slip, Freudian slip, Freudian slip. I'll you. watch. Honey, only fans are only fans I'm out there for shit like this. You. Um, <laughs> Wait, can I talk about something? I think one thing about Loki that the shirt behavior to me screams ADHD. He knows to how me, he. To he me, I was like, sh- is that prison nonsense? Because he had to hurry up and get dressed in prison. I don't know. 
Yeah, like like thing like I gotta get this done really fast and not being able to think like I can take every step through and logically the shirt has buttons and I understand what happens with a button. You have to undo the button and then redo the button. You know what I'm saying? But one thing, and then she also gives a moment to Melissa, like, could your skirt be any shorter, sweetheart? You know, like one of those, you know. And by the way, that shirt is short. But then okay, then they do something that I felt like was so producer planned. Because in not one moment in God's green earth did I feel like... Can you let me have like, my fantasy? Can you just let me have my fantasy that Louis really wanted to learn ballroom? Like night two, like second night, he was just like, I've been in prison this whole time being like, what can I do on a first day? Bachata. No, it's bachata. <laughs> I definitely don't want to play pool. I don't want to get fucked up. I definitely don't want to like go have, you know, like go to Vegas or anything like bachatas, but what it's been... I'm going to tell you this right now. Having said this, I'm now they didn't take bachata they took whatever bullshit dancing but i absolutely want to take like a bachata class did i make that clear yeah you, you did make that clear and i and i want to do it i want you to take it and i want to see pictures of it and video but chris so they go into the living room and she's like this feels like prom and he's like speaking of and he produces a corsage which again when did he buy that did donna buy it is this fake you might be right and why is she so talking about prom why is she still talking about prom and well you know who you know who he went with real prom you know when it all mattered the real prom you know who he went with no i don't who lisa the most expensive the most successful pediatrician in all the land lisa you oh, mean lisa. kelly 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 the most Kelly, you know, Harvard trained pedi- pediatrician, all that, all that Kelly with her long blonde hair and her always loving me and her just being the perfect, perfect. Well, guess what, Donna? What? I loved him since I was a pedia. And also, like, Chris, what? Why the fuck is she bringing up a pediatrician who wouldn't even fart in his direction at this time because of all of his tenure of bad behavior? Like, Louis could have gotten with a pediatrician. No, he could not have. No, he could not have. Because of you. <laughs> it is because of her. You know, I was going to say this. This is me horrible, okay? I, I, I mean, it's interesting that he was so socially successful in high school, which meant that he was charming, which meant that he got along well, which meant that he was, you know, unless he was an asshole and he was just like an asshole person. But like the fact that this Melissa, who was younger than him, such a crush, I'm assuming that he was maybe nice to her once or twice in his in his own realm of whatever that probably she fantasized about the one time that he was like, oh, you can uh, cut in front of me like for a pizza and she was probably like wet panties the hormones i mean the way that i used to have crushes on people back in the day just made no sense (laughs) like yeah yeah. i can remember like two to three big crushes and it was earth-shattering mind-blowing like these are people that I truly, truly thought I was so in love with, I was made for. And because I was religious, I thought that God put them in my path for a reason. There was one guy at church, maybe there's two, maybe there's two, at church that I was like, oh my God, I'm seeing you. You're like beautiful. You're the greatest. There was a guy in middle school who I just thought was the most cutest. Whenever I would see him, I would get so freaking nervous. The butterflies in my stomach in junior high were just a, a, a bound. Like, and now I'm so different. Like, I don't have crushes like that. I'm just so different now. And it's just like sad that, that I have lost this little kid, whatever. And Melissa still has it to a certain extent. I mean, over a crackhead, but like, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah, like... Yeah, I'm too, I I can't imagine if my biggest high school crush, like, somehow I started dating him. Like, I don't, I don't think he's my type now, (laughs) like, which Mm -hmm. is like what, you know, which is the biggest thing, you know, Mm -hmm. because at the time, probably like my type was like a bad boy actor type, you know? (laughs) And You mean gay? Because like, there was no straight (laughs) boys in theater when we were in theater in high school. 
He was because he was like a straight male actor, which is why he, you know, so oh. he like he had that vibe or whatever. And so because of that, I mean, but at the, but now I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I really don't want to date anyone <laughs> that's like doing anything that I do. I'll, I mean, it's like, even if they're really successful, it's like, it'd be nice if he, uh, to date a successful actor that I wouldn't have to, if he was really successful, that I wouldn't have to worry, but you still have to worry. And I just gonna be like, well, that person's so successful. I guess that person just the more, more successful and talented of the two people in this room. And it would give me people really mad, you know, like, oh. I would be resentful, you know, <laughs> good to know. Good to know. So you can't, so uh, I'll, I'll don't be more successful. Don't be more successful than Chris. Then okay? you'll, you she won't leave the room alive. So jealous and upset. But I was an anyway. only child. I'm only child. <laughs> okay. That, that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes I forget that. Okay. So, <laughs> so they go to the ballroom session and now this part seemed fake the part where she's like is intensely and crazily jealous of this lady yes is like crazy and the fact is that she i don't i you know i hate people talk shit on the side like if she wanted to like punch her in the face and she should have said it to her face in my opinion i see but like at first i was like is she just gonna be really jealous of this like young girl who has a summer job but no this girl started to come for her like she really did like oh what fabulous form you have there Lauren. like he doesn't have fabulous like he's not that good you know like there's no way that this man is like really killing it and she's just like not warm him up for you <laughs> and then it's like it makes you really honestly feel like this is gonna come back and this girl's gonna be like oh oh yeah just oh i'm so sorry i just wow just one thing led to another with that beat you know like no she, no now if you're She's on Patreon, like, you know exactly what i did if you're listening to the to the uh feed you can just probably tell that i bopped my head in a certain way she is like so upset and she first of all she's like this isn't a this isn't a what did she say it wasn't it this is not a a, a class this is a lesson <laughs> okay uh, that was a really clear distinction um, oh, but I would it's... assume that you wouldn't be in a class full of people learning, but okay. Mm. And so she, so she didn't think she was going to have the one-on-one -on -one time that it would just be her. But I think maybe it's because Louis takes this more seriously than she does. And maybe she has two left feet. So perhaps the, I don't know. I'm making a lot of conjectures here. A lot she of... was fine. Like the girl just kept being like slow Melissa. And I just like, I mean, this girl isn't running. I don't understand what's so fast about her, you know, like, you know, like this girl, I know, Melissa's just constantly getting yelled at by people and she's just always at a lower, but yeah, Melissa's always cast in the like low position, power position of this. Like they, everyone's always making Lewis and Melissa even making Lewis seem like God's chosen child of all just like i mean just the sun radiates light on him you know like every morning like birds come to him like he from all intents and purposes is like a lovely beady-eyed crackhead with like one or two teeth and i don't understand why his mom and this 29 year old teacher you know maybe even younger i don't know just like it's just like 23 i think well yeah probably i'm so sorry i was at 29 i was at 20 nothing and then 29 came out but i wanted to also be like maybe they make her older or little like i look younger uh -huh, it's just like my like subtle trick anyway so god bless i'm just like wow. if i age every young person i'll be like the, that 72 year old and then like that makes me look younger okay anyway so yeah it is awkward and it is obviously set up and uh rebecca i hope you got a pretty penny for this honey i mean because with a strike happening for the stag so i mean i hope that someone's making some money for this bullshit yeah Okay, let's move on to Key Rock and Britney. Okay. I still don't like I don't I don't like the way Key Rock talks to Britney. I can't get over it. I feel it's so disrespectful. Like even even he it just gets on my nerves with all his nitpicking of her. It's like raining raining and she call he calls her and she's like, "Hey babe." And he's like, "You see me standing here? Bring me an umbrella." And I'm just like, "Why the fuck was that necessary?" So she fucking like does. So we now get a thing that like, uh, you know, this is another thing. For some reason, them kids at like 20 are really into paying top dollar for name brands, which I just, this part's weird. So we have to believe that she's in red bottoms and he's in Louis Vuitton real, real shoes. And this is why this is happening, which is that she has to cross and give him an umbrella so that he can carry her back to the car so they can like not damage their like very expensive things. And I guess 
in my 20s, I had one designer item the entire time, which was one small little Louis Vuitton bag that I got for $600 at the time in France when I was a study abroad. That's the only, and like, so I'm not, like, I can't imagine having just come out of prison and have to like start your life and be like, okay, I got some money, but let's just go ahead and put $3,000 for this. Like, what? Like, I can't even talk. What are you talking about? Like, how do you even do that? Like, I'm just, I mean, like, yes, at 40, you can have designer things. Yes, you can. And at 30, you can too. You can have more. But when you are 20, nothing, and you are just like, right out of prison it just feels like babes like let's just get things happening in other ways what wah black people were like living in the projects will have that louis and that gucci belt because and i don't know what it is i don't know where they get it i don't know how they do it but my cousin will roll up with some gucci loafers on and i know that they are living in the projects on assistance are they real gucci's yeah sure. sometimes they are okay i don't know if they've fallen off of a truck or i don't know if somehow you know well, yeah. there was a little extra you know money you could make on the side and if you make a little extra money on the side doing who knows what with drugs and other nefarious activities Love that you word. could easily get like 3k and then go and splurge on a thing and, ha and have it be status like i follow there's so many people that i follow that i know are just living in the pj somewhere or living with their mother, but they, they will just go. And it's just, it's just the way it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like when I think of like rap life and like the lives of people who do that. But when you're teetering on it, like I am, <laughs> and I'm almost like, okay, I could have financial stability. So I'm not going to make those choices, but people who will never have financial stability are just like, why would I say, why would I, why? I don't know. It's popular within Black folks, for sure. I don't know about any other POCs, culture-wise. So wait, he says he's going to be in probation until, what, 2050 or 2060? I didn't hear which one it was, but that's a long-ass time. Can you even yeah. imagine what life is going to be like in those years? Like, it's hard for me to imagine 2024. I mean, I 2020, 2015, 2060 is like Terminator, you know, where you just like, I, everything is Terminator, where just like, you just, it just looks like a Chiron and a number and then like a blanket... <laughs> you know, like landscape shot of what is going to be an apocalyptic scene. And yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's hard yeah. times out there, but that's, it's, it's so the funny. Machines are coming. They're already here. It's so funny because I think back on like 2000 and the year 2000, when I didn't have a cell phone and like, now I can't, I tried to zoom in on an actual photo in my hand. <laughs> I tried to zoom in on it today. So like, <laughs> What's what's in the future for us? I have no imagination when it, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Anyways, so we find out that he has a mentor named Coffee, and Coffee is his prison wife, prison's mother's partner. Girl, I don't know. Um, he talks about chest surgery. And where are you going? <laughs> Chris, this is now the second time that she's gotten up and left. <laughs> so then we talk about the, the chest surgery, right? Okay. We talk about how he doesn't need the chest surgery. Old school coffee is like, if you, you know, whatever, whatever. But we're getting into a little bit of the body dysmorphia, which we talk about later. But then we find out that Kiron makes gospel rap. Kirok, yeah. Oh, Kirok. Uh, can I be honest? This part gave me pause. And it made me feel like the, you know the prison mom obviously was a bible thumper and they oh, wanted to... i didn't i didn't understand what was happening chris i was like who she seems to be just like a old school lesbian gay bible thumper you know like in some sort of like progressive you know gay you know bible thumping gay sect of uh whatever baptist i'm not quite sure so that's the reason why is when britney says her piece about letting people do whatever they want because if not like they'll leave the faith that was what i thought was her manipulation tactic of getting religious people to you know be okay with trans i mean not like which is whatever like i'm just it, like that's what i would kind of read that as but then it like comes back to haunt her because then it like 
is about her mom, you know, and her her parents, like obviously not being okay with trans people, which, and then she has to like die on the hill of like, they're immigrants and they don't have it, you know, any other way, but to think this because of generational trauma. And then like, Kirok is enforced to be like, no, I don't mean your mom, but I kind of do, but it's just like, this is how I feel. And it's like, it, it, I don't know. It's like, we suddenly deep dive into like 10 different topics in a row with them. And like, I don't really know how to ha- where to think about with all of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It is a lot that they're going through. It's because Kirok is going through it. Brittany is like acclimated and, I don't know what Britney's crime was. I think she like helped set somebody up, but she obviously isn't as deep into the lifestyle as Kirok, right? Kirok got kicked out of the house at 16 and then was in prison by 19. So like Kirok must have gone through it and did a lot. But Kirok is still so angry. And the fact is, is that he's like, oh yeah, my prison mom helped me to forgive people to know that I got God on my side. And I'm like, you are still angry, sir. You're still angry. You're rude to the the person who's like giving you all of these things when you have nothing right now. And who's to say you will even have something in the future? Like, it it's just so it's hard for me to watch what I feel, Brittany. What I feel like is Brittany being abused by Key Rock. Oh, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. This was like interesting one because we then learned that Key Rock had sort of been like, okay, babe, the minute I come out of prison, like we're starting that family, but somehow didn't know what that meant, which is Brittany wants a baby that both is like made from parts. Or no, but she wants a she wants a baby that is wait, she wants Key Rock's Eggs. egg. Because what is she oh, she's just gonna hold a baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how much she's in love with Kirok, that she really is like, I really want a piece of you and me. Like, I want to be able to do all that. And Kirok in the confessional says, I made a mistake telling Brittany that I wanted to do this when I didn't really understand all that it entailed. And But instead of having that conversation with her like that in the ice cream parlor, he can't do it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I've been out for 48 hours and you you all of a sudden want to talk about it. And she's like, we have been talking for years. And Mm -hmm. you said this is what you wanted. And now it's different. Now, the truth is she's 23. They have at least 10 years before they really need to jump on and do anything, unless there's something biological with her that we're not aware of. So I think that's one thing that she can calm down. But even the conversation about the BBL versus the chest surgery, Mm -hmm. I don't think she tried to make an equal, like an equal thing. She just was saying, like, I get feeling uncomfortable in your body. And he wants her to know, no, you don't. And she's like, okay, I shouldn't have said. She probably is in her mind, like, okay, I shouldn't have said it's because of a BBL. Like, it's deeper than that. It's much, much, much deeper than that. But also the, like, the need to prove her wrong and sort of make her feel dumb doesn't bode well to me yeah it's like what's what's it, i feel like the crux of this almost feels like money like they have money set aside and they had planned to use that money once they've paid for all the designer stuff that they cannot get ruined by the water for the baby shit you know what i'm saying but now key rock is kind of like okay but here's the thing now we don't know if key rock has always also been talking about the chest removal surgery but whether or whether it got ignited by the thought that key rock would have to go on hormones to be able to have uh, the egg retrieval and therefore boobs would then happen because of the hormones that he that he would have to then take and that was like triggering for him like we're not you know because then it becomes imperative for him to have this because he wants to because he doesn't feel okay and, and that is why it's prompting this because not only is this a plastic surgery make me look different but it's because i'm having a problem where I, it makes me feel really bad and that and i this is a different thing than you as a woman just want to change a part of your body now i'm gonna say this as a non-trans person i'll never know what that stuff is like or whatever i definitely know what it's like to want to change part of your body i don't obsess over that though i think there are people that do obsess over hating one part of their body and i never had that like i think that i I I hated my overall size, maybe in different parts of my life, but you know, like, how do I say this? Like, you know, if I had a huge mole somewhere, if I had a, like people really sometimes just like fixate on something that is just like unchangeable to them and like all encompassing in their thoughts. Now, of course that's not the same, but if something is 
damaging to your life where you are just like people fucking treat me like whatever and i can't get to the place i place because this is not you know this is what people see or whatever like i can see a transformative surgery like that being being you know really really important but at the same time yeah i can you know i don't i want i want kirok to live happily and definitely kirok does not care about kids right now and can be in his on side of we have 10 years to save and i also feel like i want kirok to be like i don't care so much Brittany, if it's like my egg just take one of yours Do yeah it. i just want him to be nicer to her yeah because she is wrong right it's not the same but i just don't think you need to go to belittling yep. that person in order to get them to understand like you could just be like hey babe, i can't talk about this because it truly isn't the same thing thanks for trying to understand but like it's not or something it just feels it just feels fucking rude um yeah. also like britney has a good butt like you know whether she needs she thinks she needs it to be bigger because of kardashians like fuck them like we've seen britney's butt like it's not mine you know it's not a flat back you know okay so let's move on to joy nomi and red mm. <sighs> this is an interesting part so obviously joy nomi has been like I don't want, you know, Red, I've never met him in real life and I'm real scared, you know, hasn't seen me in real life. But I'll tell you right this right now. I talk to Red's mom all day long, all day long. I talk to her. She checks on me. She checks on Sway or Swayed, whatever, I'm not quite sure. Still, I think it's Swayed. Sway? I'm not quite sure. I'm going to say Sway. And then, I mean, the mom's hug and immediately a warmth and love is felt. And both these women hugging look similar. And in, in, in size, in, uh, which then makes me ha- like Loki a little at peace for her because I'm like, oh, okay, he's used to and he understands women and, uh, you know, things. Wah. Yes. I mean, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if that was the right thought to have, but the thought was her weight won't be an issue. It's not going to be like, Monique situation with his sisters who were just going in on her. It's not going to be like other people we've seen on this show. It's just going to be two, you know, a family coming together. And I really liked that for her. So the mom took us down memory road. And maybe, you know, sometimes when people say that they didn't know that their children were doing such things and they were shocked when they found out, I'm like, were you just un- unable to be as attentive as you should have been? Or is your son an actual psychopath actor? Like, because I feel bad. Maybe she was a single mom. The she picture was. she showed, showed her, you know. She and so just to be like, I had no idea. I mean, I'm sure you had no idea, right? But there's a certain amount of attentiveness that one has to, I mean, unless she was working two or three jobs and there's absolutely no way on earth she could have, which is, can be an actual, you know, whatever. But I just think, you know, sometimes when they're like, when they're not like immediately, Hey, I couldn't, I didn't do, I couldn't give him the attention that wasn't required because I was working a lot of jobs and this is the unfortunate outcome. And so I just want to help him. But the truth is, is like that fool went into jail and just pushed his sentence further and further. So it's, it's like, he, he he so you know not going on so you're, join, you're not join me. <laughs> yeah, i mean I, everything you're said is just bible too. i just want to point out two things a the mom is wearing sterling silver turquoise jewelry so i was also like would you go to the pawn shop after she sold it and was like i'll buy it all which is like the smartest move ever which you know god bless and the second thing i want to say is they bring her down to the mom's work office you know what i'm saying there's credentials all over the wall and like red needs to come out and like help her like rehang those because they're all like uniformly shaped and at one point you do see this one picture of jesus that like everyone had which is this like really golden haloed kind of like vaseline filtered jesus where he's kind of looking this way and he has long hair like he looks i mean his hair is not so different from mine maybe like a shade darker or whatever and he has that like real peaceful look in his eye just like oh doesn't she look like jesus now with her jesus hair you know it's like that look Mm -hmm. maybe like <laughs> uh yeah you know I mean, I mean except for the way they draw him he looks less you know less middle eastern like just the this the least least middle eastern person you've ever seen you know what i mean yeah i mean that's yeah that's like a tanned 
Australian man. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. do. I just I'm like, can you just like let's try to get close? South African. South African. Yeah, they're trying to get just gonna just get close closer to what he may have looked like during that time period, which is like. He he looks he looks more like Nico with long hair <laughs> than anything. Anywho, so Red's sister gets there and she is bringing over a car that Joinomi has paid for for her brother instead of her I don't know just gifting the car to her brother, but maybe she just really needed that seven k, and so Joinomi paid for it. They go outside to get to the to get into the car and they're like, put that AC on. It's hot. So they're in the car and the sister starts to talk to Joinomi about some shit that's none of her business. Yep. And Joinomi gets upset and because she's being judged, she literally runs in the house and tattles on her like yep. a big ass baby. Mm-hmm. And the mother is like, who said that? She immediately gets up turns to her daughter and is like, you need to get on that business because she had no idea about the cheating. She, but she was like, no, no, no. This person has been talking to me for a year every day on the phone. So even if that did happen, you know, water under bridge is none of their business. And it's so true. Like, it's just so rude for the sister to bring that up. I get it. It's 90 Day Fiance. Someone told her, to, I mean, love after lockup. Someone told him to turn her to do it, but. Same she, person, Matt Sharp. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, is he going to cheat on her when she gets out? And I'm like, babe, is that what you're worried about? Seems odd. Yeah, I absolutely agree. But I, it was funny when Joe Nomi was like, well, what has he done for me lately? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he calls you every day. Well, I call him every day. I kind of, yeah, I, I agree with you that it is interesting that, like, she was not just like, she was like, oh, you guys want me to give you guys 7000 so that your son and your brother who's out of prison have, has a car? Yes, okay. And then the way that she keeps being like, look, I have to keep proving myself to him and buying him things that are all materialistic. Like, why is that the case? You know, like the, we, we, I, that part seemed fake. Like, did you just read that? Did you read that from a cue card? Like, what just, are you running around saying materialistic all the time? And she used it wrong. So it was still weird, but st- <laughs> I mean, all of it, right? Well, yeah. Did you see that the sister had some kind of white thing on her nose? She had like a white stripe on her nose. And I didn't know if it was like a new makeup trend she was trying out. Oh, no. I missed that. Last but not least, unless you want to talk about Nika, because I don't. Well, just I want to say at one point she says, gangsters move in silence. And I'm like, real Jews move in silence like lasagna. And that's the only thing I wanted to say. (laughs) I never understood that line because how does lasagna move? Be real G's move in silence like lasagna. And when you in lasagna has a G in That's the middle silent. of silent. Oh my God. Are you this I entire you. time? Wow. This entire time, Chris, I didn't understand what real G's. Yeah. Also, and that was a little wrong because, of course, it's not lasagna. And because it's lasagna with a GN, it's it's the yeah sound but but we still give it to Lil Wayne who not only is as you know uh, my favorite rapper of all time and I'm a rapper so I know and why you're gonna have to take it right now just let it because you don't you. know not the fact that he's not your why? favorite rapper you don't know Birdman <laughs> Jr. okay I listen I know Birdman and get out of here shut the fuck get out of here exit exit stage get get, get off get off get off the screen Okay, next, now that she's gone and the crazy is left the building, <laughs> let's move on and let's talk about Mikey and Chelsea. Okay, you can come back. Great. So <laughs> she is sick and she was just been hacking and coughing all night. And I was like, conveniently. I know at 3 a.m. I just like, what, who gets a cough suddenly at 3 a.m.? Like, this is what happens. You wake up with a tickle in your throat one morning and then you're like it's weird what is that it's just like some allergies it's weird and then it's like a little bit of a sore throat and then the sore throat moves things you might get a fever and if you get a fever it's you're fucked but no one's like suddenly at 3 a.m like (coughs) you know i mean who unless when you start choking on something i mean what's suddenly happening in your throat 
I don't know. Maybe she's. I don't know, girl. I she just definitely know. doesn't want something to be happening in her throat. Yeah, honey. It's yeah, just, that's it's closed for business. Yeah, she is sick, and he's like, "Hey, I didn't get to have sex with her, but I did get to rub on her soft skin, and so I'm happy with that." Yeah, because the way he was talking about it the whole time beforehand was like, "Yeah, I just want to touch her, just want to rub on her," you know. And then he's like, "Yeah, touch her skin." She said it was soft, and then he hadn't even said the word sex, and then this time he was like, "Well, we didn't have sex," and I was like, "Oh, you even." Was that even on the part of the menu for you? Because like I just assumed that you were gonna have like some sort of like sensual extravaganza where you guys just touch each other on like people on Molly, you know? Mm. I don't know. Mm. Okay, so then they get up the next morning and they go to his sister to meet his sisters at like I don't know a Waffle House girl. I don't know where they are, <laughs> but there was nobody serving them. They had to like go up and get their plates of food, and she's like, "What do you want to eat?" And she's like, "Breakfast," and I'm like. Can can you be a little more more specific? What breakfast is? She doesn't need to. There's an all American breakfast platter that she wants. It's two oh. eggs. It's like the hash browns that are grated and therefore superior than all their hash superior. browns. Yeah, House, and then it's yeah. gonna be like she's gonna. She should have been like bacon or sausage, but maybe she just gets both and she didn't have to say. It. She could have also been like white or wheat or English muffin. English muffin is the right answer there. That place didn't have English muffin, girl. Okay. So they get up to the front <laughs> and. The- <laughs> the sister who he used to run the streets with who they used to fuck each other's friends i wait i can't i can't stand that part why i can't stand that so is he's younger way is he younger or older than her i don't know i think he's younger i think he's in between i think it's i think it's it, her like him and then the curly haired one so yeah her and him would go like wingmanning each other at bars and then bring their suspecting friends to be like hey like you know who's hot my brother my sister and then just like lure them in i mean that's how not. old were they he's been in and out of prison his entire 20s so like how mm. old were they when they were doing this like you're right i was like oh wow just wild in the streets now i get it like siblings have the pe- siblings who are that close who are into mischief usually do it together but because i was trying to not be a bad example for my sibling i kept them arm's length away but i was not into mischief so then uh they sit down they eat and we have a conversation about the promise ring and she's like i don't want to get married um you have to meet my dad first you have to ask him and she's like i've never been married and all of a sudden it's like she's a little bit like you have to ask my father for my hand in marrow <laughs> even though she's had like four children or three children out of wedlock and been in terrible relationships it was just so interesting so yeah, with that cry baby tear, he's going to go meet her father. And by the way, that's a scene that's supposed to happen at some point, which at some point we're supposed to believe that this grown ass seasoned woman and him have a conversation. He, whatever, what's the whatever, correct there, where she's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, this, this is my, you know, my, my kill someone tear drop tattoo. You know, with a kill someone tear drop tattoo is when you kill someone and you have to put a tear drop on your display. No one knows this. Like gang, gang 90s jail. Like that scene sometimes at some point happens in this. Do you know that, Wa? No, I didn't know that. Wait, am I making this up? I need you to tell me right now that I feel like this trailer or something happened early on in the scene where she's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's now, whether it's a sharp moment where he goes, it's where I killed someone. Just kidding. I was just, you know, crying one day and my cellmate was like, that's a beautiful shaped tear. I'm going to make sure it's there permanently. And when we won't mean anything to anyone else, don't worry about it. You know, I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. But. I don't, I didn't see that because I'm not, you know, how I'm not watching it the way I normally should watch it because it's not working on my end. I'm having to watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I don't get, I don't get everything. Yeah. So the curly haired sister was props to her because her ringlets are like, what is she using? You know what I mean? She's like, she's embraced the curly hair and they're just worried that he's taking on too much too quickly. And I guess they're kind of thinking like in the vein of that crazy girl who sold jewelry in Florida, like that guy, he took on too much too quickly. And then there was chance who's definitely taking on something too quickly. You know what I mean? So like we can see that I just don't see him being as bad as oh, those two that, people travis crazy girls yes and Brittany, uh, ashley a- ashley god that's the bad you know there's gonna be a billion ashley's for the rest of our lives and yeah. shows and a billion britneys i oh, mean so many god, so many britneys so many i mean like here's a, just don't name any kids you know don't name any more ashley's or there's four britneys so far four just there's Brittany, Brittany, redhead Brittany, and Brittany and marcelino there is Brittany 
these two Britneys on this show. And then there's a fourth Britney just escaped my brain. Anyway, but there's only one Bronwyn, so, you know. <laughs> Too bad. And I need, her, I need her back. And also, yeah, everyone was saying on the streets that, like, Britney and Handy, a Britney and Handy gives Bronwyn vibes. Someone who is an addict, who's right out of prison, who is with someone because this person is the safe, sober house that they are like, let's just see if this can work. And they're like, please don't even look at me. I want to gag at the sight of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, Br Brittany and Ray. Ray and Brittany. Black. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the fourth Brittany. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yes. Lots, lots of Britneys. Two Sarahs. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's the same names. Two Sarah. Oh, speaking of Sarah, girl, did you see that Love After Lockup is coming back after this one? And it's gonna be Chance and Taylor. It's oh. gonna be Brittany and Sean. I mean. That, that seems right, but it's not. Sarah and Sean. It's going to be De Mike and Juju. What's her name? Justine. You know, some heavy hitters. So it's gonna, it seems like it's going to be a good one. Okay. okay. I um, didn't see it. I got to see it. I gotta, I'll look it up, though. That'd be like a good thing to watch, you know, like a little preview yeah. up. Great. Well, that's the end of this, right? Yeah, that's all I have to say. But what a, you know, joyous, you know, fifth episode in this fifth season. Lucky 5-5. Five five. I'll tell you, Rome... Maybe not be where the heart is for Brittany, but here is where you can call home. Thank you so much for listening. And also, if you haven't yet, consider giving us five stickity stars. And also, we're on social media. Have you heard of it? Right now, you know, it's really intense. But listen, we'll give you some content. Like, our last reel was really fun, I think. Anyway, we talk about how hot Igor is. I'm sorry, Justin, whatever she wants to call him, from um, Moldova. And you can see it by going to our Instagram at DocuSweeties, our TikTok at DocuSweeties. I'm not quite sure. I listen. I don't, I'm not on this Twitter X thing. I don't even know what to do with that situation anymore. So but we're there, DocuSweeties1. And we're also on Facebook, the DocuSweeties Facebook podcast group. And then, you know, here's the thing. Well, I was going to tell you even more. I forgot the name of it. Midwa. Okay, that's what happened. Um, so <laughs> if you want to, if you want to, um, you know, donate to your girls and become patrons to get uh, visuals of what you're listening to right now, as well as the episode as soon as we are done recording it and uh, other cool stuff, you should join us at patreoncom sweeties for ten dollars a month, exclusive content on there, uh, also other funsies. So, it, you know, join us there, ten dollars a month. Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. All See? right, you guys. I know. Sometimes it gets, you when you're doing your thing, and sometimes you take brick brecks. Big brick brecks. Brick brecks. Big you break. guys, if you take brick brecks, <laughs> join us on Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. Uh, All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.